What is going on guys? It is your boy TKD once a year back in place and source and this is of course episode 5 of Road to PS5. Get it? Get it right now because 5 5 5 episode 5 PS5. <laughs> With me of course my luxurious co-host the Arachne. How are you doing good sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm uh, doing good. Did you see yesterday here in Arizona that it looked overcast but it wasn't actually overcast? Yeah. Did you realize that? I realized that like halfway through the day, like I was looking at the weather app on my watch and I was like, wait, it's it's showing that sunny, but it's clearly overcast. And in fact, those weren't clouds, though. That was the uh, smoke from California. So, well, yeah, um, we've also got red skies in Oregon. Like, wait, you're in Oregon? No, no, I, I'm saying like, <laughs> wait, I, I'm saying in the United States. Oh, right. Okay, okay. In, in Oregon, I follow you. there were red skies. Yes. Like, yes. I don't yes. know if you've ever seen like, like, um, like the, like the old Batman cartoon, like, uh, the, like the new adventures of Batman or whatever it was called. No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, it was always, like Gotham always had red skies. Mm. It's like, mm. yo, what the fuck? What I've been finding really funny is uh, those those uh, Avatar memes on Twitter where it's like, hey, could someone put the koi fish in the northern yeah. water tribe? <laughs> oh man, those have been great. Those have been great. Um, the Doom yeah. memes with all that are really the, funny too. The Doom memes are ten out of ten. Those are on point. Because I saw you retweet one where it was like real screenshot of, of like San Francisco and then just one Doom screenshot. <laughs> oh man, we're all gonna die. But uh... <laughs> did you see the fire tornado? Dude, I've seen a lot of things, bro. Yeah, it's a I fire saw fire tornado. I saw how close the flames were to the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, I'm like, yo, that is scary, dog. That is scary. That's why I say, look, honestly, Arizona has a lot of beneficial perks, okay? We don't really get any insane natural disasters here, I feel like, generally speaking. We do get wildfires here and there, of course, you know what I'm saying? But the occasional monsoon haboob, you know what I'm saying? The occasional flash flood warning, but that's about it. Oh, my bad. And the heat, you know what I'm saying? It's a but constant threat. It's a passive threat. Yeah, that's like the passive ability of Arizona. The passive ability is is the excessive heat, but like his ultimates, you know, don't come out as much. You know, it it it's on like it's on a longer cooldown. Yeah, you know, so in spite of all that, this is of course Road to PS5, the weekly PS5 podcast dedicated to any and all things PlayStation Five. As we head towards the release of PlayStation. You can catch the show here on YouTube.com since PlayStation Source, as well as your favorite service every Sunday by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast service. Wait, it, it, or, but damn, I can't, I hate that. I hate when you're on the roll and it just derails. Yeah. Or you can find us, of course, by just searching PlayStation Source Podcast Feed. To support the show, you can, of course, like and subscribe, as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or the link in the description. The Prince tier and the King tier are $1 and $5, respectively. That give you access to different channel badges, emotes, as well as shoutouts and all PSS content, just like the homies, Caleb Kaiser, Basil Brody, Owen, as well as you, Arachnite. I forget to bring you up, but you are not forgotten. 
follow us on other platforms as such as our Discord server, link below in the description, as well as our Twitter, and all that good stuff down below in the old subscription, as well as the new topics we will get to later on in the show momentarily. You can find all those links down below in the in the description to follow along. Because we got a big show today. A lot of things happened this week. It was a very busy week here in games and everything. But before we get to that, Arachnite, what have you been playing? A lot of Pro Skater. Just I, I did see that on Discord. I would love if there was a way to do like PlayStation 4 integration with Discord. Like what am I playing? And it shows up on Discord. Yeah. I would love that. But I see you have that feature on. So I've been seeing that you've been playing more Pro Skater. Any thoughts change from that game? It's 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 a good it's just it's a good time like it's it's nothing like remarkable but it doesn't need to be it's just a fun skate game that I can play while listening to podcasts or in lectures in college instead of paying attention right 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 um, and yeah no go ahead. no uh, all I was gonna say is uh, yikes <laughs> wait yikes for what it's just like um. I'll, I'll, I'll like switch tabs into the zoom call and nobody's paying attention it's like oh oh lord <laughs> oh a good old zoom university yeah 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 i missed the compilation memes where like people were just messing around in the zoom calls and stuff like that well now it's a lawsuit that you can get into like oh they oh really yeah oh man okay they're really cracking down on that okay all right yeah <laughs> i kind of missed those some of those are really funny Oh man, well, so tragic, tragic, tragic. Well, <laughs> but you're definitely not alone in your praise on Pro Skater. I've been hearing a lot of people are very much enjoying it. Seems like another W under Activision's belt, coming off of, of course, the Crash remakes, which I've been playing as well, which we'll talk about later on. Uh, Spyro remake as well, you know, under Activision as well. And now we have Pro Skater, which seems to be all, you know, all on the uppy up. You was really happy with it. You have been struggling with the Crash remake. I, I've. I've been so excited, like, I haven't been this excited for a stream series since part two. Oh, man. Like, no. I, as soon as I see the notification, it's like, oh, yeah, you're streaming Crash. If I'm, if I'm available, I will watch. Like, I'm, like, definitely coming in to watch because it's funny. It's, like, it's a lot of fun. You, <laughs> you know what? Is there any, is there anything else you've been playing? Uh, I've also been playing Crash. I've been 100%ing the games. Ooh, okay. So you're on the... Okay. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Interesting. Uh, very, yeah. very good. Uh, other than that, like... Uh, I rebought Horizon on PC. I did see you post some screenshots on your Twitter. Link below in the description as well. Make sure to follow the boy on Twitter. I saw uh, the screenshots. I noticed that there were a lot of patches that came through. And people were like, yeah, it's stable now yeah so it's like okay i'll give it a shot so i installed it and it's um the the port's really bad it's still bad it's still in the rough shape uh the aloy's voice lines sound like they're at a different bit rate than everybody else huh like it sounds like she's playing like whenever she talks it sounds like she has like a one bar connection Right, right, yeah. I can imagine how that would sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man, the frame rate isn't stable. Like I've got a pretty beefy rig. I can't. I can barely play on medium, at sixty wow. frames. What's your graphics card? Uh, I have a twenty eighty. 
Okay, so definitely current next to the 3000 series, which is coming out soon. But yeah, I will be buying definitely a, top of the line. I will be buying a 3080. So Ooh, okay, gonna get all the frames, baby, all the frames. Yeah, love to see it. Yeah. all the pixels, all the frames. Like 32, 32 gigs of RAM, an overclocked i9, like a 2080. Uh, it's it's a beefy rig. I've, I've put a lot of time and money into it, so it's like I was expecting to be able to play it at like a hundred frames or whatever on like decent settings. No, nope. right. uh, wow. if I want if I want a consistent, even seventy frames, like 60, 70, I have to put it at low. Yeah, and that and that that point, it's definitely not your rig's fault. It's definitely just optimization. I feel like right. Yeah, it's like what it what it what it what it what it seems like. Yeah, so I've been playing for a few, few hours. It crashes frequently. Um, the optimization isn't great. It's still, it's still a messy port. But I, I like Horizon, so it's like whatever. Well, I'll see if I mm. can. I'll, I'll see if I can figure it out, and then right, right. I see, I see. Well, I mean, hopefully it gets past everything because I know, like you know, the the prospect of playing these PlayStation games are something that they are going to continue to do in the future for sure so hopefully it gets ironed out you know what I'm saying we'll see but uh at least you know in spite of the performance and stuff like that on the PC version are you still finding it fun at least like is there some enjoyment to be had there that it's, you're finding in in uh Horizon Zero Dawn it's harder because of um all the all the issues like right there were there was an issue where like my inventory items, like my resources, all got wiped. Oh what? Why? I don't know, dude. So I, uh, it's like okay, um, what happened? Well, you know, there's this weird thing with Horizon. I'm not sure if you're aware, and I feel like a lot of people aren't aware. Sometimes it's weird, but your your resources don't reset upon death right yeah. so if you are using bandage or whatever and you die everything that you use in that previous life is still lost forever like it like it doesn't respawn back in with all your inventory that you had at the previous checkpoint that you're spawning into you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's a very weird thing but um but yeah interesting though well hope it gets more patches hope it gets ironed out and everything yeah um but uh plants are good games there Play some good games. What about you? What have you been playing? Oh, here we go. Here we go, y'all. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna bounce around. All right. I only get to the last one to be the big one, right? But uh, I first tried out this new battle royale called Spellbreak. I forget the developers. I'm sorry, but it's a free-to-play battle royale on PlayStation 4, and I believe other platforms as well. But I gotta tell you, look, I haven't spent a lot of time in this game. I've always I've only played like two matches, right? First match, your your boy got a W, right? Second match, your boy got like third place. So you know, I I slipped a little bit, but overall, I think my performance was was was, uh, pretty good overall. So what it is, right, is you are essentially like a mage type of character. So you're casting spells and stuff like that as your weapons. And there's like the conduit class, which is lightning, which is which is like a really cool infamous type of throwback low key thing that like oh i gotta be a conduit right so i've only been a conduit um so what you do is when you're starting a match 
you choose one of eight different elements that you are going to have on your right hand which is your like main class like like this is your main thing that you are going to be using um as well right so you you can be like a fire mage type thing an ice mage type thing a wind mage a rock mage and stuff like that um i've been a conduit most times and then in the match you pick up the left hand ability which could be whatever you want you know it could be like uh uh the fire class that you didn't choose initially when you're loading into the game and stuff like that and the way uh different elements interact can either lessen the, lessen the damage i think if you use them incorrectly or if you use them correctly you could do more damage than using only one at a time right so like for example there's this one element that you can equip which is like toxicity type thing so if you do toxicity like this green goo type of attack with fire it'll do like double damage you know what i'm saying probably not double but like a but like a lot more damage than if you were to use only one of those at one time so so it's a battle royale you're upgrading your elements by finding higher tier element uh classes of the same element if that makes sense so like i have a level one fire going into the game i can get a a, a like level three fire and do more damage on my fire and stuff like that um you read scrolls to update your abilities and you're able to cast spells more quickly you equip boots to run faster in the game and stuff like that there's a ping system that is toggled to r3 which is typically sprint in game so that's crap we don't know l3 is sprint l3 yes typically yeah right yeah yeah so it's toggled to l3 so that's kind of crap but overall dude i mean like the actual melee comp well not melee but like the actual you know combat when you're casting spells and stuff like that it's honestly really fun it's 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 a it's a lot of fun you know what i'm saying like it's reminding me a lot of the same enjoyment i had with darwin project which unfortunately darwin project is a dead game now unfortunately servers closed but i had a lot of fun with that and i'm having a similar if not a little bit more fun with spell break you know what i'm saying and i feel like it does um you know it is a battle royale right so i mean there's going to be comparisons made and stuff like that and we have plenty of them on the market but i really think that this one is at least worth a shot for anyone that wants to try something new you know and i found the um spell casting combat to be really fun and stuff like that and um yeah i think it's a really cool battle royale i'm gonna probably play like a little more time with it for sure and uh yeah i mean just want to throw it out there it's a free to play i think it's worth your time at least at least check it out you know what i'm saying you're only really spending a few gigabytes on your hard drive you know so spell break i would recommend everyone check it out next up here right night i already said it stream series crash bandicoot one <sighs> listen um i knew going into it you told me iraq night i believe as well as christian that the game is at god of War one levels of difficulty right i definitely see it um iraq night were you there when i was doing like the bridge level yeah. Yeah, that um yeah, that was that was the first level where I it felt it felt really, really difficult. I've had challenges before those. Um but uh we're still chipping away at it, you know. Um I I've definitely been raging, I've definitely been sweating, you know. The stakes are high and I've been so graciously offered by Arachnite and Christian 
if I ever get stuck, to share play that thing and just, you know, do it that way, right? But I'm afraid to do that, you know, Arachnite? Follow me? It'll hang over your head. Exactly. I'm not going to be able to sleep at night knowing that, okay, I technically finished Crash 1, but I didn't because I didn't do it all. Yeah, like someone else. Well, I don't know, like when you're younger and you ask like your sibling to help you out with a level, it's kind of like that. Like, I guess, yeah. It's just like... For me, it would be my cousin, for sure. Yeah. He was that for me, for sure. But, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. But Crash has been... I mean, you know, in spite of its difficulty overall, I think it's really fun, actually. Yeah, no. Like, I, I'm still having fun with the game, even though I'm frustrated sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's that's how it goes. Like, you'll, you'll hate it. Like, <laughs> then you'll you'll put the controller down for a minute, and then you'll come back and have fun. Oh, man. But we're going to keep it going. Crash Bandicoot Stream Series is still bustling. Make sure to ring that notification bell to never miss a stream or an upload. But next up, Avengers Arachnite. I did get it. I have been playing the Arachnite. I don't have a lot of thoughts because I'm still very early on in the game. I'm maybe like three and a half hours in or something like that. Um, I'm surprised, Arachnite. I am I am pleasantly surprised, right? The game runs a lot better than in the beta. A lot better, right? Like, like there is a clear, tangible improvement, you know, from from beta to launch. And you love to see it. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, they said, oh, you know, the beta is like a three-month-old build, da da And, like, they say that, but I'm like, is it really? You know? Like, is it? Is it actually? But in this case, it actually was. You know? Like, it actually feels a lot better. Um, story's interesting enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely rocking through that story. But I don't have a lot more to report other than that, honestly. I am having fun. I am liking it so far. It's not over the moon. I'm not. I'm not loving it, but I am liking it. Kamala's a great character overall, so that has been Avengers. And the last thing here, Arachnite, the big boy, Arachnite. I beat Final Fantasy VII. You love to see it, and I watched Advent Children. You love to see it, like, bro. I love this game. <laughs> I love it. Dog, it's... How, how is this so good? How? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it does. But, man, it's so good. I I love Final Fantasy VII. Um, it was a great story. Very, very fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, really glad I used and played on the PS4 version with those, you know, God Node and stuff like that and triple speed and stuff like that. Um, definitely made it more of like a modern pace overall. Because uh, I could easily see, I could easily see this game taking like thirty to forty hours, you know. But I beat it in like twenty-two hours, I think, or twenty-one hours. Um, so a, a nice, comfortable size for the modern game in today's age. Um, and it was great, man. It was great. I love it. Have you seen Advent Children? Yeah, I, I'm the one who recommended it. Remember? I know you recommended it, but like I didn't, I didn't realize if you watched it or not or whatever. Like I don't know because. I did. I don't want to ask you because Christian asked me this as well, and it was that apparently a lot of the fans of the original game don't like Advent Children. Yeah, that's that's what I. Well, it 
It's... I don't remember the specific reasons, because everybody has their own reasons on why or why not they enjoy it or don't enjoy it. Uh-huh. But, like, I, I believe one of the issues is, like, characterization for some of them. Like, uh, right. Like, Cloud has his moments, and Tifa has her moments. But... Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a f- like a fun time. I thought it was like the like this like I don't know if it's a spoiler. It's an old movie. It's like the the whole Sephiroth thing was a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I I guess I could see that being a little bit weird for sure. Yeah, I just I I came for Aerith. Mm. Like I, I'm I'm over here because of her. Yeah, I mean I really think Avid Children does like. A nice bow tie on that whole thing on like you know closure if you will i'm gonna stop right there and that's all i'm gonna say just in case someone's playing the remake and wants to play the original but there's a nice bow tie on that whole thread you know love it god was so good man dude i can't wait for remake part two bro i can't wait that is i can't wait oh my god dude i can't wait to see that thing bro I can't wait to, like, go to different places, too. Like, I can't wait to go to um, Cosmo Canyon. You know what I'm saying? Rocket Town. I really want to see as well. I can't wait to see my boy Sid. Fire. Fire. Um, in my playthrough, I did not get to get uh, Yuffie and Vincent. I, I didn't get them, but I am in the process of, like, looking through different videos and, like, understanding their backstory and stuff like that, so I know at least. Um... Because I don't have a save anywhere near where you get them in the game, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a that's a like a different playthrough kind of problem. Yeah, I would I would have to start over, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm yeah. good, you know. But it was great, it was great, phenomenal. Definitely recommend it. If you guys have played the remake, and you know you don't want to play the original, like I would definitely reconsider that. Uh, the original is fantastic, and now. Not only can I wait for remake two, I can't wait to replay Final Fantasy Seven remake as well. I cannot wait to do that. You know, hopefully I'll do it soon. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm. I'm not sure if I'm gonna wait for PS Five. I'll probably wait for PS Five to be honest. You know, I think I think that'll be a nice thing to experience on PS Five. You know, if they do any, because I don't think they've announced any like PS Five enhancements, have they? Do you know? I'll talk to your head. No, I don't believe I've heard anything about that. Yeah, like, I assume it will be playable on PS5, but I don't know about any upgrades or whatever and stuff like that. But maybe make those lonely times quicker. That'd be great. You know? Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. But, and, and, oh, and, like, not have a JPEG as the background. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that'd be great as well. Like, if we could not have a JPEG, that'd be just fantastic. <laughs> but maybe someday I'll play it on my PS5 because we did get some breaking news this morning, Arachnite. Did you see the blog post? Are you aware? No. You're not aware? Wait, at all? Um, I'm not aware. Oh, this is surprising. Well, I'm going to read this to you then. Here we go. PlayStation 5 Showcase is happening on Wednesday, September 16th. This is, of course, from Sid Schumann, posted at 6 a.m. Arizona time this morning. 
uh, and he says here, quote, before PlayStation 5 launches this holiday, we want to give you one more look at some of the great games coming to PS5 at launch and beyond. Our next our next digital showcase will weigh in at around 40 minutes and feature updates on the latest titles from Worldwide Studios and other world-class development partners. Tune in live on Twitch or YouTube this Wednesday, September 16th, 1 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. BST, and 10 p.m. CEST to see what's next for PS5. And of course, for fans of the channel, you can of course watch it here on PlayStation Source. Uh, I will be live reacting. Arachne, are you around to live react with us, bro? Yeah. Are you around? Wednesday, around. 1 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Perhaps we could have lunch together on a Discord call. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I am around. I don't do much these days. <laughs> but yeah, this broke this morning. I can't, it's happening. The wheels are turning, guys. The wheels are turning. We are getting more info on PS5 officially from the mouth of PlayStation, right? So there's a lot to talk. I mean, this this show, of course. Oh my god, I didn't even say the uh, the title. So look, so this podcast episode five is going to be essentially how does PlayStation respond to Xbox Series S and X news, and doesn't necessarily need to, right? That's 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 the main theme. I want to go on it after we get on from the news segment. But overall, right? How are you feeling about this event, Arachnite? This is I think your first time hearing it. Are you excited? Do like where where are you at overall with with PS Five and announcing these these details and info? I'm cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Where does your caution lie? It's just like. I don't know, like, what, like, I, I don't know, I don't want to get my expectations up too high, it's like, oh, we're, like, it's like, oh, what are we gonna see, what are we gonna get, so it's like, I, I am taking this, like, as a, kind of like a, you know how, like, Nintendo, the Nintendo Directs, sometimes it's like, oh, it's like a mini Nintendo Direct or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm gonna take it, like, kind of like that, it's like, we'll see some cool stuff. I'm gonna walk in with no expectations and see what they talk about. Like, unless they just go, "Hey, it's 40 minutes. This is the price. This is what's going on." Just completely, just as a response to Xbox, which right was the whole Xbox thing was pretty funny. Like, I saw some, I saw some of what they posted officially. Yeah, yeah, like the whole meme and stuff like that. Yeah. How well was like, yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to that for sure, but. Um, overall, look, here's, I think in this event, right, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that, or, or questioning why they didn't mention if they are going to announce a release date and price and pre-order and all that info at this event, why they didn't say it in the blog post. Because they only bring up the games from Worldwide Studios, so I'm sure we're, we're going to see a more in-depth look at Spider-Man Miles Morales can't wait to see that game you know what i'm saying um maybe there's a chance we'll see you know those other games that were at the conference uh early in june like bug snacks maybe it'll make a return you know what i'm saying maybe we'll see returnal stuff like that you know i feel like we'll probably not see ratchet just because we just saw him at opening night live so maybe not but it'd be weird i mean here's the thing like do you see a future where we end the event and they don't bring up the price release date or pre-order? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I could see that, definitely. Dude, I don't... I mean... I think... I mean, there's a theme that we're going to get into with the whole... With the whole talk with the whole talk with Xbox, but I truly feel that now is a critical point in PlayStation and their strategy, and they can either make it or break it here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think I think this is the time where we got to make the smart moves here. You know, we cannot slip up. <laughs> and by we, I mean I'm. I don't work at PlayStation. I'm just. I'm just a boy, you know. Yeah. But hey, I would do it. Sid Sid Schumann was good. What it do was popping. I would love to. But I digress. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to the Xbox stuff. But next up here, did you see the uh, stuff that's confirmed to be in the box for the PlayStation Four and sorry, PlayStation Five and PlayStation Five Digital Edition? I did. Because those. Those those did get leaked. Honestly, there's not really a lot here. I just want to bring it up. The only thing that I thought was cool was that the they will be coming with bases, so you can lay so you can lay the PS5 vertical straight out of the box, which I'm pretty sure the PS4 did not have. You know, yeah. Because I have a Pro, and the Pro is so thick with two C's that I I just lay it vertical and just leave it. You know, like it's balanced. You know, like it's not gonna fall or whatever. So, I feel like the pro doesn't really need the base, honestly. But um, yeah, so it is coming with the base. So I mean, not really much right home about. You know, of course you get the controller, AC power cord, a USB Type C cable. I'm assuming HDMI. You know, uh, we also do have confirmation, at least from the box contents, that both of the consoles will have an 825 SSD. So the SSD is not getting any bigger with the digital edition so it's purely looking like from that standpoint it's just the same console but digital edition just has no disk drive you know yeah so if yeah if that uh ps5 digital is as inexpensive as the series s that's an instant cop oh man we are going to talk about that man we are yeah yeah Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's 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 gonna be interesting. Like we're in a very interesting spot, for sure, for sure on this side. But um, I guess random question: Do you lay your consoles horizontally or vertically? Horizontally. Mm, I was a I was a I was a horizontal boy for a for a very long time until I got my pro. You know, the 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 pro I stand there vertically. It's tucked kind of behind my iMac, and uh, it works out. You know, save space. I feel like I sure. I have a very long, like I have my main desk, and I have a second part of my desk that extends outward, mm-hmm. and it's it's long. So I I keep um, I I can weigh my uh, my PlayStation, my Dragon Ball Fight Stick, my Oculus, my Switch, and still have room. Like all horizontally, and I just keep my controllers on top of each of them. So it's like, oh, I want to play on the PlayStation. So I have my controllers right there, and if I want the if I want to play a fighting game, then the fight six right there. Like I, mm. I don't have a reason, 
And honestly, I don't, I can't because it has like a shelf right above the main base of the desk that has like pencils and then other stuff like that. So I've always just kept it horizontal. I've never had an issue with space, at least at the current moment. Mm, mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I only have one desk. Like, I, I would love two desks, honestly, but I, don't, I only have space for one, honestly. Uh, only have space for one, but yeah, it, it works out, you know? It's 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 all good, yeah. I, I got the PS3 down here now. That's an added addition as well, so. And that's going to be probably where I keep my PS4. Like, I'll probably move the PS5 to the top of the desk position where the PS4 is right now when PS5 comes out and then the bottom HDMI and power cord will be swapping between PS3 and PS4 you know so I think that's how we're gonna do it but <laughs> completely not relevant to anything but here we go moving on have you seen the Xbox Series X and Series S games that are coming out on the physical artwork like do you know that optimized for Series X badge that they're putting yeah. on the boxes have you seen that mm-hmm so PlayStation 4 is, is doing a similar thing. I just wanted to point this out just to, you know, I think it's just interesting how they're going to uh, frame this and stuff like that and, like, how they're going to uh, have this in stores and, and, and be able to telegraph to the consumer that, hey, this PS4 game will be upgraded and playable on PS5. Um, so it's a little blue logo that that's a PS5 upgrade available, you know. So it does take up a little bit more like horizontal space on the box art, but it is like overall like thinner type of smaller warning. So, I mean, it, it looks pretty sleek overall. I feel like all things considered probably could look a little bit better, honestly, but just figure out that in there, you know, just so uh, we, we, we kind of get a sense of like what they are doing as well uh, from that standpoint. So pretty cool stuff right there. Arachnite. Would you like to pre-order a PS5 right now? It depends on the price. But did you know that you could do it now, technically? Uh, I, I have seen the, uh, the uh, 1% version of the mm. PS5. Mm, yes, yes. The luxurious 1%. Yes, so this, <laughs> this, this company called uh, Truly Exquisite. Uh, pre-orders for their PS5s, which, you know, how that works, I, it's completely beyond me. Um, but, uh, uh, I mean, what I'm assuming is that they are taking pre-orders for this super high price to cover their bases of when they can actually get PS5s to that company and buy them and then dip them in 24 karat gold and then ship it out to you as well. Seemingly, right? But it's going to cost you a arm and a leg at $10,000 for this 24-carat covered PS4 digital edition. It's not even the, it's not even the standard edition. Like, like, are you serious? Are you serious? Are you kidding me? Ten grand like, for a gold digital. We're already going all out. Might as well just throw me... The, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Just kidding. Oh, wait, no, never mind. I don't know. So, on the image, it said, I mean, on the image, it has the disc version, but on the article, it says it's a digital version for $10,000. So, yeah. 
Um, if you want that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get that early PSR pre-order, it'll cost you $10,000. Uh, and they say here, quote, on the pre-order page, these pieces will be limited edition with only 250 pieces made per model and finish. Oh, so it gets they are making both models. Cool. The price includes one PS5 console, two DualSense controllers, a 3D Pulse headset. The PS5 will be presented in a luxurious wooden display box with free worldwide shipping. And, hey, at least free shipping. Huh? Huh? Does that does that tip the scales for you, Arachnite? Shipping do be expensive sometimes. I don't know how much it is to ship twenty four karat gold, especially um, in a covered console. But who buys this stuff? That, but like, do you think it's gonna be heavy? Is gold heavy? Um, I don't know. I've I've never really held like a gold nugget before. I believe gold is denser. Right? I mean, because, like, you got to imagine, like, like especially on the controller, right? Like, what if that thing is, like, a brick? Like, for real? You know? Yeah, it's, I know. like, I don't know. Uh, with, with, like, it depends. I know there are gold, gold leafs you can do. Hmm. It's, like, that I, gold is, like, 19 like grams per, per cubic centimeter so it is dense it's wow so it's going it's going to be like depending on how they implement it i know like they're saying it's like 24 karat gold so it is a it is a higher quality gold but it's like how is it just going to be like a skin basically or are they taking out the panels and replacing them with gold oh i i see what you mean because if it's just a skin covering the uh, the portion, the white portions of the PS5 and the controllers, it probably won't be too too heavy because it doesn't take much gold to cover cover it as a skin, like, right? Like a repaint, that, except with gold. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Hmm. I, I, I listen. I'm not gonna lie to you. If I could, I would. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If I could, it could have been like, I mean, like, do it and it won't hurt. Like, it needs to be the same thing as, like, me buying a PS5. Like, that same ratio. You know what I'm saying? I would do it. I would do it. Why not? Why not? But yeah, if you want to do that, link below in the description. If you have $10,000 chilling, you can now pre-order your PS5s in 24 karat gold. You, you've heard of packs. Right, Arachnite? Who has heard of packs? Heard of packs? You know what I'm saying? Now they're doing, of course, a packs online, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so what is going down here is that there was a uh, event on the schedule that was simply called Sony Holder. And they didn't mention anything of what's happening, but it is apparently a PlayStation event that, that's happening at packs. We do have an update via push square link below in the description they say here quote sony has announced that it'll be hosting a playstation 5 showcase this wednesday it's now fair to assume that the untitled packs event will tie into whatever this showcase is sony says it'll be representing ps5 games but we wouldn't be all surprised to get a price and release date as well the announcement also explains why the event has remained without a name up until this point so it looks like this event might be tying into like a more like expanded uh 
you know, like, maybe they introduce something here at the PS5 showcase event, and then afterwards, at, at, at excuse me, damn, what the hell, kept you right? At PAX Online, they show more of something that they just teased or announced at the PS5 showcase, so, yeah. Just want to throw it out there, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll definitely watch this as well, for sure. And I'll do the PAX Online, you know, events and stuff like that, but... Arachnet, what if what if this is our infamous resurrected panel? You know? What if it's a what if they announce a infamous remaster collection, bro? I'd scream. You know? I would uh I would scream. I uh I recently have I, I recently told a friend who's never played through Infamous one and two, just Second Son Ugh. about the first two games. Uh-huh. Because uh, I, I I don't know I was just referencing it one night and he's like yeah you like you talk about those games a lot like what's so good about them it's like well buckle up motherfucker because this is a <laughs> wild ride and so buckle I told him up. I told him the entire story and he's like yeah that sounds super cool like why haven't I played it he's like yeah because you're an idiot go play them you are you are it's it's like definitive proof you know what I'm saying. If you haven't played Infamous, you're likely an idiot, right? Yeah. I mean, they're like, I don't know, they are the some of the best games on the PS3, hands down. Facts, those are the facts, bro. I need to get my hopes up. You know what I'm saying? Because I want it. We keep joking about it, but man, it's starting to hurt a little bit. Like how the Splinter Cell guys are hurt that they keep having Sam Fisher. I know, everything. bro. <sighs> I listen. You just, uh, can you imagine? You open that wound. <laughs> Arachnite, can you imagine if they were showing off Coma Graph and like fucking everything and they're not doing anything with the IP? Dude, the Splinter Cell. I would. Cell, bro. Splinter Cell, of the, uh, the Splinter Cell boys are in pain. Like, it's the just. The one. Man. The one that honestly makes sense to me is putting it in, in, in Rainbow Six. Like, okay. Except he sense. doesn't have any stealth gadgets. <laughs> He's a fucking grenade. <laughs> He's a grenade. He, He's not stealth oriented in no. any shape, form, or fashion? I don't know. His entire kit is like going loud. That doesn't seem like Splinter Cell, though. It isn't. Huh. That's the whole reason people are upset. That's why I'm upset. It's like, it's like yo, what the fuck? You kidding me? <laughs> like, hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like we haven't had anything good with Sam Fisher in such a long time. Like I've just like I want more like stealth games, like like good stealth games. Have you played the Hitman's? Uh I don't like Hitman very much. Ooh, interesting. I played through the first Hitman. I definitely liked it. I definitely enjoyed my time with it. Um I wanna play Hitman two before we get Hitman three. Well, and I might play that too. But I might need to give Hitman another try because my own my the only experience I really have with it was Absolution. Oh wait, so you've played none of the IO interactive Hitmans? Um, I was very young when I played it. As I don't know what's going on. I'm like eleven. No, like the no, like the wait. Are you talking about Absolution or? Uh no, I I I, I thought we were talking about like Blood Money. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot about Hitman before the IO, like, reboot type things that we got this generation. You I, know played what I'm a, so. I, I played a little bit of the of Hitman 1. Uh-huh. 
it's the the disguises stuff isn't really for me like right. it, it's very slow but mm-hmm. like not in, um like splinter cell is also slow but it's like a different kind of slow like splinter cell like uh chaos theory is really fun like chaos theory is really cool right uh it's just a different kind of stealth game that i prefer like i i'm not a huge fan of like going in disguises and then like Figure, like you know doing a bunch of weird things I, I like to go in kill my target get out okay gotcha gotcha right right i see it yeah yeah because like definitely in, in like some levels it's like virtually impossible to like just go in and murk him and leave yeah you know what i'm saying right 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 fair point fair point fair point i liked it fine i liked it pretty cool um yeah that's interesting because like i mean just talking a little bit more about hitman like on the flip i liked like, okay, you gotta disguise as, like, the makeup artist, and you gotta, you know, do this, this, and that to get your limited window to go into the target and then the market. Like, I found that pretty fun, you know? Seeing, like, the scenario play out, you know? But I feel you on that. If it, if it's not a cup of tea, I digress, you know? Have the tea you want, Arachnite. Have the tea you want, you know? Mm-mm-mm. You know what tea was very, like, Unfortunate, I would say, to swallow today. Not n- not today, it was yesterday, you know. I was at work, right, Arachnite, serving my tables as I do, you know. And I got in a notification on my watch, Kenna, Brid- oh no, I'm sorry, Kena, that's how it's pronounced. Kena, Bridge of Spirits, is delayed until early 2021 on PS5 and PS4. You hate to see it. Do you remember this game being shown off at PS5 reveal? Yes. I man, this game I was really looking out for. They had they made the Game Informer cover this month. You love to see it. They're getting a lot of press from this game. Love to see it. They released a lot of story story details and all that, and uh, videos that we did up on the channel now that you can watch if you want the full rundown on Canada Bridge of Spirits and all the info that we got this week from the Game Informer coverage and all that good stuff. But it has been delayed to 2021, so it will not be making the PS5 launch window holiday 2020 you know because that's where this game was going to end up holiday 2020 type deal but looks like we're not going to be able to hit that unfortunately they put up a full letter on the twitter at ember lab if you want to read it go ahead link below in the description i won't read it too much but they've just said you know the year has brought many challenges of course with covid and then and uh working from home and all that so it's been rough on the studio and everything so they uh you know needed to take a little more time with it so overall it is what it is man delays are always good for games but i did want to play this so very very unfortunate very unfortunate so hopefully we'll be playing it in early 2021 in the version that they wanted us to experience it right yeah so moving on to the main topic at hand here i asked you the audience on twitter how does PlayStation need to respond to Xbox Series X or, sorry, Xbox Series S, and does it need to necessarily, right? Uh, we had here Owen uh, saying here on the replies, by releasing the price of both versions of PS5, I think there is more to the digital version than just no disk drive, probably lower resolution, slightly worse specs to get it cheaper. Now, he, he said that, and I don't believe that's true. Now, granted, we haven't really gotten like a separate spec sheet list for the digital 
edition specifically to be fair but i do think that calling it a digital version i mean sorry a ps5 digital edition right and if you're gonna call it an edition of ps5 it seems like the only difference is that it's a digital edition like it'll be just digital games that you'll purchase right i mean what do you think like overall like is that kind of where you're at as well or yeah potential and then making it weaker ps5 if if it's weaker i'll buy the standard but if if it's just the ps5 but without a disc drive which it makes it seem to be Mm -hmm. then yeah like it's um that's why i figure it'll be like it because the series s never advertised to be oh the x digital it's just it's a different console yeah yeah it it offers next gen capability however it is a different console it is yeah it is a more it is a more economic friendly yet inferior version of the x Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the ps5 from what it seems the digital edition is just the same console without a disc drive if you don't want to buy physical games anymore right like right. and with the way things are going like i don't see why well, unless you like to collect them like i don't see a reason to collect anymore because you buy the game and what it what it feels like these days is you buy a game it has no information on the disc other than like like a code that you uh-huh. download anyway because you have to download the full game anyway like there's no difference yeah that's yeah yeah that's something that started happening this generation you know because i know you had to install them on the ps3 but like it was like a different thing i feel like right like like it wasn't like i don't know I, I, I'm not sure how to explain that necessarily, but um, but yeah, so definitely it changed up this generation for sure, and like you have to download even your disc games and everything before you can even play them. Um, but yeah, I mean, jumping on from that, I think we should get into the whole nitty gritty of this episode. Of course, we're gonna look at Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X, all the info from the opposing side, and we're gonna see how does it relate to PlayStation. What, what's the deal with them? You know what I'm saying? Because were you around Monday night when this all started leaking? Yes. I was amazed, bro. I was I was with some friends, right? And my phone started blowing up about series that's like whatever. You know what I'm saying? And like I like at first, at first I just saw the picture, right, of the series as I was like, okay, cool. You know, all right. Images leak all the time. It is what it is, right? And then it hit another level. When we saw the video leak <laughs> of the series as marketing stuff, I was like, wait, how, bro? How, Sway? What was your initial thoughts on this leak? I was like, oh. It's like, oh, boy. That's, <laughs> that, that, like, you know the Avatar meme? Like, that's rough, buddy. That was, yeah. me, that was me to Microsoft. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely someone's fired. I think. Oh, absolutely. Somebody's getting somebody's getting thrown out. For real. For real. Um, yeah, but the most attractive thing about the series S, of course, and I think what caught a lot of people off guard was that price at two ninety nine. Unprecedented price, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. But I think I'm gonna start by reading the info that we got here and then we'll break it all down, right? 
So here's what we got here. So Xbox Series X, our most powerful console ever made, and Xbox Series S, next generation performance, and our smallest console ever built at a more affordable price, launched globally November 10th, starting September 22nd. Of course, the Xbox Series X did get officially priced this week at $499, so $500, as to be expected. There were rumors of a $600 Series X as well, but looks like they doubled down and just went $500. Um, and the Series S is going to be $299. $300, definitely in a very, very competitive price, a, attractive price at that, and all that good stuff. But um, they also did announce that they are, they are going to expand the Xbox All Access program to 12 countries as well. Um, so what it is, is that that is a access that is going to allow you for 24 months to get Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, as well as, um, you know, get an xbox series s or an xbox series x depending on the tier that you get it'll come with game pass and uh not only you know game pass already as a service is great in itself they also added ea play to xbox game pass as well which is wild too and you can officially get an xbox series s this holiday with 24 months of xbox game pass ultimate which you can also use on your xbox and your pc as well as having ea play bundled into xbox game pass for 24.99 which also includes xbox live as well so 24.99 a month you will pay for the series s and the same exact deal but with the xbox series x it'll be 34.99 listen i gotta tell you man this is competitive this is good this is definitely good stuff how do you feel about the series s and and series x and everything that we just said you know what i'm saying like service level what are your thoughts going in as someone who's on pc what are your thoughts the the ultimate game pass is definitely something that has caught my attention especially with ea play because that's something i've been looking into as well mm -hmm. so ea play for a year is thirty dollars it's not bad yeah so like with all that going on like i and the ability to play new xbox games like i i may consider it or i might just get ea play because i don't really know what's going on with microsoft's games like i had game the game pass for a month mm -hmm. i had the free trial for a month and i played sunset overdrive and i played uh a little bit of metro right but it was like there wasn't a lot that caught my attention interesting okay so i'm not sure because uh, the ultimate game pass is very expensive it's 15 dollars a month mm. okay so i i don't know whether or not i would do that but if if there was a better price or if there were more games that i've found interesting then yeah i would definitely consider it but i think ea play is really solid for especially for the price point like the uh, the premiere or whatever like you can play games as they release with the subscription for 30 dollars a month to the extent of my knowledge right or 30 dollars a year so i see interesting interesting yeah i mean like I think that is the biggest takeaway I have overall with this whole news, right? Is that, like, look, like, in spite of everything, right? In spite 
of um, you know, of course, the great deal that comes with the Xbox, um, you know, Series S rollout and the X as well, and this whole Xbox All Access program that lets people pay monthly for their Xbox, which is going to be very, very beneficial during times like these, where the United States economy is kind of wishy-washy, iffy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's been uh, definitely it's been shaky. You know, um, overall, and. At a, at a time like this, you know, having that monthly installment plan is going to be very, very appealing to a lot of people, I'm sure, right? And I'm certain, you know what, I'm not actually sure about this, but you got to imagine that, like, they'll have that Best Buy, right? And, like, Walmart or, like, Amazon, where you'll be able to do Xbox All Access via those channels, right? Or, like, I think it'd be very weird if it's only, like, a Microsoft Store type of thing, you know, where... where, where you have to go to a Microsoft store or buy it directly from the Microsoft store online to do Xbox All Access. I gotta assume that it's gonna be everywhere, you know? Cause was also super smart too. I don't know I didn't read this, but I'm gonna read the headline for you, right? May I? May I read the headline for this article? You know what I'm saying? Here's what it says. Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X launch November 10th, starting at $24.99 a month with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play. They're not saying the Series S is starting at $299, you know, or the Series X is starting at $499. They're touting that it's starting at $24.99 a month. Like, that is the number that we're going to see a lot, I feel like, going into November. You know what I'm saying? Which is a smart, smart marketing maneuver for sure. Like, like, that's a great way to put it out because technically, yeah, like, it does start at $24.99 a month, you know. Um, but overall, I would like your expertise, Arachnite, if I can do that. You know, being, of course, a uh, quote-unquote PC nerd, you know what I'm saying? Our favorite type of nerd, you know what I'm saying? I would like you to go to the article that I'm referring to, right, on the doc, right? Right. Like, can you scroll down to the spec sheet? Because this has been a lot of contention. A lot of people have been talking about it on Twitter. Um, saying that, you know, like this this Series S could have the potential to kind of hold back next-gen games as a whole. Because, of course, developers would want to develop for the Series S and then scale upwards to the Series X. Because it's a lot more difficult to scale down than it is to scale up, right? So, going over the, you know, spec sheet, if you could just run it down for me, right? What are the real things that are, are going to make a real difference in terms of games running on a Series S or a Series X? You know what I'm saying? I know uh, I see some changes in, like, CPU and GPU and stuff like that, but where do you think is going to be the most pain felt overall? GPU. GPU? Yeah. Yeah, that's, it, it's, it's a third of, of the teraflops. It's, yeah. I I know uh, like what I can also see is the RAM is only ten gigabytes, which is okay. Like I I wouldn't recommend like the eight to ten range. Ten's a weird number. Yeah. The <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh no. Is there something seriously wrong that I'm not seeing? What's up? <laughs> no, it's just like I, I with with the specs that I'm seeing, I get definitely the price point definitely makes sense. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. Yo, this looks like fucking trash. Oh. Why, why would anybody no. buy this? Now, now, here's the thing. Christian is definitely down for this, right? And I, I, I can see the reason for this too, because look, like the the Series S, at least on paper, and what they've been saying is going to emulate a next gen system, just not at 4K. Which I think it has been like the big thing that thing that they are putting as is like if you are the consumer that wants the performance of next generation games, but doesn't want the 4K or doesn't need the 4K or doesn't have the capability to see in 4K. You know, maybe you don't have a 4K TV, maybe you don't have a 4K monitor or like any of that. You could still get the Series S and reap the benefits hypothetically of next gen. It's just, you know. I, I am worried about what this will do. Like I, I I'm not too particularly concerned with graphical fidelity. I do enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say, oh I want my games to look bad. Right. But it's I definitely do see the concerns that people are having in regards of how do I um it's like you remember um and when Black Ops first released uh-huh. Like, we had it on the PS3, we had it on the 360, and the PC. And yes. then we had it on the Wii. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, that Wii version's famous. Yeah. Uh, the Series S is, like, the Wii of the new generation. It looks Oh, like. man. Inter- bro, I mean, I, I don't know if it's that aggressive, is it? Well, well, think about it relatively. We have the... We have the PS5, we have the Series X, and now we have the Series S. Okay. Like, not even accounting PC gaming and, like, shout out to NVIDIA after that. Like, the 30, like, the the 3000 series, like, goddamn. Yeah, at least, you know, not knowing that much about PC parts and everything. I mean, like, I know a decent amount, but, like, the pricing for the 3000 series looks really appealing. It's amazing. Yeah, it looks really great. Like what? It starts at four ninety nine, right? I think. Yeah, four ninety nine for the thirty seventy, six ninety nine for the thirty eighty, and then fifteen hundred for the thirty ninety. Yeah, I mean, I remember when the two thousand series came out, and and those prices were like way more than that. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Not to get into in depth with that, but I think it's because they teamed up with Samsung to help with uh, with with uh, cost efficiency and other things like that but like the 2080s oh. series di- or no the 20 the 2000 series like didn't sell as well as they hoped because of the price point and honestly gotcha. like the only reason i have a 2080 is because i found a good deal on it like right right um so it's it's definitely like it, it's a good time it's a good time to be a pc consumer yeah right yeah but yeah. like talking about the specs here for just a, a brief moment the the storage is definitely something to be concerned about the yeah that is weird right i mean it's 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 512 gigabytes as opposed to the terabyte on the series x which you would think that they would you know on ps5 sides on the side of the ps5 that we talked about earlier on the show it looks like according to that box contents um sheet that we got they are they're the same which that seems fine you know i think ideally you would want the digital versions to have more space but 
definitely not under and it looks like here we are getting under that's probably how they got that 399 or at least a part of the puzzle as to how they got it to that 399 spot um but that is gonna be interesting with a only digital console having 512 gigs of ssd on day one you know yeah. as opposed to the terabyte on the series x yeah definitely the frequencies definitely. are a little concerning like the gpu is 20 cus at 1.5 along with the ram it's it's much slower hmm like oh yeah i'm like seeing that so like are you talking about the eight gigabytes at 224 gigs a second on the yeah. series s versus the, the 10 at 560 yeah yeah okay so we have slower ram going on here it's interesting i don't i like I, I, in in the context of somebody trying to save as much money as they possibly can while still getting the benefits of next gen, I understand. Right. Like personally, for me, if I were to buy an Xbox, I would I would wait. Like uh-huh. if I if I didn't have the money to buy a Series X, so it was either wait and save money for the Series X or just buy the Series S. I would just buy the Series X. Like interesting. It's. Right. I, I I don't know I, I I don't the pricing is fine like the pricing is great for what you're getting like you're still getting the capability to play in um, in next gen it's just it's not something that I would do right okay gotcha gotcha right right and like I feel like to a degree right like the the heart like likely the person listening to this podcast right is if, if for some reason you're listening to Road to PS5 and you're buying a Series X, I mean, by all means, you know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe you're listening to us for free search purposes. I don't know, right? Yeah. But um, you would imagine that the hardcore person is likely going to skew towards a Series X, right? So that's why, like, I think overall, like, I think the Series S is not for the hardcore, obviously. Of course, on paper, in terms of, like, the specs and everything, but I think it is a really, really smart move for the people that are in the air, for the people that, you know, have been looking at Game Pass and seeing what they've been building over there on the Xbox side and in wanting a way in that isn't the Series X, you know, like maybe like they they like don't want it to be their main console. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think the the Series S low key is maybe like meant overall for the hardcore PlayStation guy or, you know, just someone that never really uh considered buying an xbox to get a really cheap way into that ecosystem to get game pass and to experience hopefully what they roll out this generation with their great hopefully with their great first party games you know like i think that's probably where we're at also one one thing to note i guess i should mention that just to be fair even though the series s does have that 512 gigabyte ssd um it does still have the one terabyte expansion card slot that you can buy which did you see the pricing on that as well uh, i believe yeah it, proprietary, it yeah. yeah it's it's not confirmed i think it was off of like a listing of some sort of uh like inventory or whatever i forgot what exactly it was but uh i think it was gonna be like 224 dollars for a terabyte ssd expansion card you know which is like yep it's it at least it's not as bad as the vita's proprietary where like a 64 gigabyte costs like 
$180 or something crazy like that, you know? But that was interesting, for sure, for sure. But, hmm. So, overall, I guess, like, how, how do you feel about this, this strategy that they are going off with? Like, how do you feel about them having a Series X, but not having an equivalent digital-only version, but having a a a more lower spec console going in to launch day of next gen like how do you feel about this play do you think it's going to work out what are your thoughts i uh, like i don't fucking know oh my god <laughs> it's just this is this is such a weird thing like really uh, i don't know it, it I mean, you're right in the sense that we've never, as far as I'm aware, we've never I, had this really happen before. No, yeah, like, I, because consoles have always gone up. Because, think about it, like, from the, from the extent of my memory, we, like, we have the PS4 to the Pro. We have the, the 3DS to the new 3DS, so the 3DS XL or whatever. Right. Um, we, like... Technic kind of the Wii to the Wii U, like the Wii U is a weird story, but we've always had consoles go up, right? Like, so it's a it's a weird it's a it's definitely a new strategy of having this. Let's say, like you you are accepting a downgrade for a two hundred dollars less, roughly, which like. I guess in context, right? Like, from the net, from the from the Series X and PS Five, right? It is a downgrade, right? But yeah. I guess for us on this gen right now, which like we are on this generation right now, it's still an upgrade, but it's not an upgrade. The, upgrade. Yeah, like it's not like capital U upgrade, but it's yeah. still an upgrade, right? But like, I still think it is, you know, going to fulfill the promise of next gen being. Of course, that SSD, those speeds, see how games utilize the SSD speed and stuff like that um, as well and everything. And, like, it is going to be targeting 1440p for standard, which is going to be really interesting as well. Um, I know, like, 1440p is a very popular, uh, you know, mode to play games in and different stuff like that. Like, as, as especially on PC where it's higher than standard high definition, but you're still retaining a lot of performance for frames and stuff like that overall so it's a nice like in between medium for sure um which like it definitely is an upgrade from the current gen right from like a 1x i'm assuming right but this is very interesting like you you, you do pose a good point because like 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 let's say like okay look at these two stat sheets right see what i'm saying mm -hmm. follow me you follow me right let's let's replace the series s with the PS4, right? And the Series X with the PS4 Pro, right? That's what that's what we're typically usually seeing, right? We're like usually seeing, I mean, what we saw, not usually, I guess, but like what we saw this previous gen, um, especially with the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X come out. And then, uh, you know, Nintendo does it a lot with the 3D uh, S models that get slight bumps and upgrades and stuff like that. But now it's like, we have like an anti-pro going on here. Yeah. You know? Which I think is what you were speaking about, which yeah, like it is weird. 
for sure. Like it's 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 interesting, you know. I'm. This is a move that I mean. I think overall, right? I think overall is a smart move. Um, I do think it's a very interesting conversation in terms of like we've had a lot of devs come out on Twitter and talk about how uh, there's a lot of worries that like this is going to affect the overall quality of games that they're able to attain in the next gen, at least early on, because of the Series S. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think that's a conversation that I know we had as well with the PS4 and PS4 Pro. You know, that was a whole scare about like, yo, like, uh, you know, PS4 games are just, are just gonna start running like crap or whatever, and that just never really happened. You know, there's some instances where like, hey, you know, the the base PS4, like the base PS4, the base PS4 struggles with like this game or that game, or whatever. But like, it's not as widespread as we all kind of thought it might. It it could have ended up as when the Pro was launching, right? Yeah, but. Yeah, I think this is super interesting. So, I mean, I guess to tie it all back, you know what I'm saying? We have Xbox Series X dropping in November with the Series S, a a more, you know, performance compromise, if you will, version of the Xbox Series X with the Xbox Series S at $299, $300, very attractive price, uh, launching alongside the $500 Xbox Series X. Arachna, I want to ask you, do you think Sony... And PlayStation Five needs to respond, and how do you think they they need to respond to this? Well, it you don't need to do everything your competitor is doing. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like there are instances where copying your competitor directly leads to things not working out as well as you'd hope. Like. The first example that comes to mind with that mindset is uh, the, uh, Warner Brothers and their uh, DC, the DCEU compared to the MCU. They tried to do what the Avengers did and it didn't work, and now they're doing their own thing and it looks a lot better. Like Sony and Microsoft have always been in in the realm of gaming. They've always been similar but different like you know a sony console from on um, xbox so well my, like i i i think they just need to keep doing what they're doing like keep keep going on their path like the digital edition and the ps5 standard like there's hype around it people are excited for it like because I I am leaning towards the digital edition. Mm-hmm. I would not buy the digital edition if it were a downgrade like the Series S is. I would pay the extra hundred dollars and just get the uh, the uh, the default. Like, but if the the digital edition is a, is a little cheaper and it has all the capability of the standard, then yeah, that's a great deal to me. But it it's a trade-off because you get some people that want just the digital edition but don't want the downgrade so they just buy the default or don't buy it at all because it's too expensive or you just you just have a digital edition and you keep it like that just same thing just didn't it's just digital for people like me 
Right. So with every every consumer you may turn off from your secondary console, you get one back. Right. So I, I think so, what Sony's doing is more comfortable. It's more... There's less of a discussion because the, the only discussion for the PS5 is are you willing to pay a little bit more to have a disk drive compared to are you willing to pay significantly less for less power? Like it, that's the option that you're having with the Xbox side. Like like the yeah. the the person at GameStop is gonna have to explain to the mom that wants to buy her son a you know a new next gen Xbox. Like hey, uh, is your son gonna be okay with having less power for less price? Yeah, right. It's like it as is opposed less, to the yeah yeah as opposed to PS Five where it's like hey, do you buy digital games or not? <laughs> yeah, because if you don't buy physical, you might as well just get the digital. If you're already used to buying digital, you know, games. Well, with GameStop, it's like, please don't buy the digital edition. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, they would actually want you to buy the standard. You're right. Yeah, you're right. They, sure. digital edition. I don't know what you're talking about. You're uh, like, what? PS5. That shit sold out, yo. We don't have that shit. <laughs> um, yep. There's uh, you uh, rumors, right? Here's the PS5. Please, please buy the, the like, please buy the, this one. Hmm. Damn, that's crazy. I'm not going back to GameStop. Oh, man. Rip. That's an L. I almost went to to re-up my Game Informer subscription, but I couldn't muster the courage to go to a GameStop. You know? I don't know. I haven't been since I got my Pro. And they, and they unfortunately, also took my base PS4, my launch PS4, that had, uh, oh, which game was it? Wolfenstein 2 in there. Some fuck out there got my fucking ps4 with wolfenstein 2 in that bitch you hate to see it l that's, that's such an l. l bro i got home i was like i mean lucky i beat the game you know what i'm saying so like i was already done with it but still like shit you know <laughs> but oh well i, I see the last time i went to a GameStop was when i got my captain america shield because mm -hmm. they had it on sale and i i saw it and I was like, and I was, I was out on a date. It's like, it's like, how badly do I want this shield? And then because I, I, I got the her, because like you're with her too. It's like you know, it's like do is I that gonna look weird? Yeah, it's like do I really? Am I really gonna carry this big ass box the entire time? So I bought the I'll, shield. I would have done it. I absolutely <laughs> did it. Hell yeah! Out of and <laughs> I just, I I didn't want to carry the box. So I just carried the shield. Mm. And That's I, I I was like, yeah, this is this is cool. So now it's just mounted on my wall. Damn. Rip time. Rip game stuff. Thanks so like So overall, your your thought process is that like, generally speaking, you think that the hypothetical route for PS five, which I guess technically we don't technically know that the PS5 is just digital edition, but we're it's it's heavily assumed and likely is what it's gonna be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's not it's not a performance compromised version of the PS5, right? You you just overall are more comfortable with that way of going about it than the Series X and Series S. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. Like overall, I mean, I think both strategies are interesting. You know what? No, I don't mean that. I think, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Both are interesting for for a multitude of reasons. I think I'll start with Xbox side. 
having you know the top line series x is you know par for the course next gen system here you go you know what i'm saying like like there's nothing really outlandish that i think and i think the price is to be expected i think we were all thinking 499 you know what i'm saying um and it's also i think a price that the ps5 is going to match as well for the ps5 standard edition i really think that it's also going to be 500 dollars um so that uh, i got no really none to say there the series s is where the competition obviously kicks in where it's like i don't know how this is gonna, i mean look so like it's great in the short term right to be able to yo go to a store and pay 300 dollars for a next gen system like on paper sounds fantastic right like it's great right and 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 I feel like if PlayStation were to do the same thing, like, have they speaking, let's say the digital edition was a, a bit of a weaker version of the PS5, right? At th- at two ninety nine, right? I think that on the PlayStation side, in terms of first party, I really feel like at that point it's justified for the hard for the hardcore gamer to get the weaker version of PS5 because if you recall, Arachnite. The, major- the overwhelming majority of games, and specifically PlayStation first-party games, run fantastic on base PS4s in the year 2020, compared to a Pro. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the PS4 Pro won't, runs, runs the game excellent, usually, and the PS4 is, like, right under it. It's not that, like... The fact that The Last of Us Part 2 can run as well as it does on a base PS4 and be nearly, like, not that much of a difference from the from the Pro is mind-boggling to me. You know what I'm saying? That, that like, those studios are able to really take advantage of the hardware, even if it's a little bit lower than the Pro, and they're able to pull off impressive performance on PlayStation side, right? And like PlayStation has shown us that, right? Which was which is one of the reasons that uh if you if you games cast ago, me and Christian had me and Christian had the conversation where like Christian is pretty much on the side of like he's probably not gonna get a, a uh PS5 Pro because the first party have shown that they are able to still develop very optimized versions for both consoles and and then not be compromised for the base model of the PS4. Right? Right. So on that standpoint, if this was PlayStation, at least PlayStation First Party have shown us that they can maintain two SKUs of a console and have one be the upgraded version of the older base model and still develop first party games fantastically. Right? So if it was on PlayStation side, I could honestly see myself going towards the quote-unquote base PS5 and not do the PS5 Pro. But to be fair, that's not what we're talking about here necessarily on, like, necessarily. We have Xbox doing the reverse, which I guess in theory is, like, a similar thing, I guess. Like, it's just which way you're stepping. Are you stepping back? Are you stepping forward? But overall, you have a weaker or a more powerful version of the same console, you know what I'm saying? So I guess I'm that's just kind of pulling hairs there. But honestly, I think... On the inverse, I don't know how Xbox One games run in comparison to Xbox One X games. You know what I'm saying? And then you got also talk about the actual difference between the One and One X, which honestly I don't know that fluently as well. Um, and and I don't know if I could even like really speak to that more fluently. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and you also got to compare that to the difference between the PS4 and PS4 Pro and how those two relate and how those two compare. But, like, I don't... Re like, I mean... It, fuck, like... Do you know if Xbox One games in 2020 run like shit? Uh, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. The only thing my Xbox One has done for the last <laughs> oh, no. four years has been a cup holder or like a, oh, like a coaster. Man. Like I've I've legit spilled water on it. It's like damn, that's crazy, and just wiped the water off my desk before wiping it off the Xbox. A nice little dinner plate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it. I will. I I have used it for like it's just. <laughs> what a waste of money damn man like, but I, I'm, I will never buy another xbox after the one i don't i don't mean to be unfair to the xbox side right like i'm really trying to be as unbiased as i possibly can right but i do recall like digital foundry articles about how like some particular games more often than on the playstation side run worse on xbox one compared to the xbox one x version as opposed to ps4 and ps4 pro version to be fair also as well to even add on to the devil's advocate maybe the space between the xbox one and the one x is more exaggerated and more of a difference than yeah the ps4 to ps4 pro yeah yeah so that could very well be the case but it's unquestionable on the on the ps4 side that PS4 games on PS4 base and, and PS4 Pro run great, at least from first-party perspective, no matter what. So, from that context, like, if the shoes were on PlayStation side, I guess in theory, I could see myself really talking myself into getting the, like, Series S version of the PS5, if it was a weaker console. But, here's where my part two gets into this, right? And it's that, what does PlayStation need to do to compete with this, right? Do you think that there's a future where on Wednesday we're we're watching the showcase Arachnite? I'm crying already, right? I'm I I got tears for no reason, right? And they some like do you think they can pull out a two ninety nine anything involving PS five? No. That's where I'm at too. I don't think that they could compete with price. At least down to that level, you know? Yeah. And that's okay. I also think that as well. Like, I think that as long as PlayStation doesn't feel cocky, like they did with PS3, going into PS3, where on, you know, coming off of the heels of PS2, it is the highest selling console of all time. The PS2 was a massive success. It sold so many units. Everyone had a PS2, right? Now, is a large majority of that because it was a cheap DVD player? Yes, that's 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 completely fair. But but overall, the the numbers don't lie and the units sold don't lie. The PS2 was an astounding success for PlayStation, right? And I feel that that made them get a little bit cocky going into PS3 and felt that they were okay with launching a six hundred dollar console. You know what I'm saying? And and having this these these like crazy solar processors in the PS3 that made it hard to hard to the develop for overall and different stuff like that, right? Like that was a very cocky PS3 PlayStation era that we had, right? 
and of course coming off the heels of ps4 massive success were over 120 million million units sold i think or 115 i forgot which one but but we're definitely over 110 million ps4s out there in the wild they've completely dominated this this generation this generation was primarily had the most impact from the console space on the ps4 generation and that's not even a debate no. it's clear like it's been blown out of the war like history is written it's a rap it's a whole ass rap it's a rap right and it, i feel like they're at a similar you know scaled success obviously because ps2 150 ps4 120 whatever you want to say right like they're at a similar level of success right maybe maybe more so you know what i'm saying um and i just hope that they don't get cocky you know what i'm saying that's the I, thing like sorry no oh no i'm sorry i cut you off no i mean because i've 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 talked for like 15 minutes like go ahead <laughs> all, all i was gonna say is companies like i don't know i feel like companies like sony don't make mistakes twice like mm. the um, they they have shown to be adaptive and to listen to the like the consumer and I, it's i don't know they like the the relationship between the consumer and sony was a little like was great and then a little tumultuous when the ps4 three price released and then they they rectified that like i know nvidia just did that with like what we talked about earlier with the 3000 series is that the the 2000 series didn't sell very well so Mm -hmm. they figured out a way to make sure that everybody was happy they were happy and content with what they released and that the uh and that the consumer was happy with the price and what they were getting for you know the bang for their buck so I feel like Sony learned from their mistake with the PS3. That's like, okay, can't do that again. So I think it'll be, I think they'll be fine. Like with, uh, with how everything was going. Like I, I have faith. I am, I, I am confident that this will be a very interesting console generation for both sides. Definitely, 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 definitely to be for for both sides and everything. But like. I do also, I I really hope that they don't get cocky next week and pull out some crazy like six hundred dollars price point or like something insane like that. Like I that, I think if they go above five hundred dollars, it's a fucking wrap. Like like not not a wrap like they're gonna fail, but I think that's a sign that that would have been a bad move. You know, like I think if they go above five hundred heads are gonna turn you know what i'm saying like like people are gonna be like yo like come on man how you know what i'm much saying is the series x again sorry it's 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 500 um yeah no it's gonna be it'll be fine like i 500 has to be the maximum price bro like there's there, there's no future i see i mean regardless both systems are gonna fly off the shelves this holiday like like they're both gonna sell the hell out no matter what right but I really hope that the PS5 is not over $500. And I honestly don't think it will be, right? But I think that overall, why I think as a whole, PlayStation doesn't have to necessarily be... um, How I phrase it? Like, 
they don't have to do much to win to 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 like win over this generation. You know what I'm saying? Like like I feel that they are they they have the absolute advantage that's completely undebatable, right? That they have the major games coming into next generation. You know what I'm saying, Arachnite? Like, when you buy a PS5 Arachnite, you know that you're going to get God of War 2. You know that you're going to get whatever Naughty Dog is making. You know you're going to get those incredible exclusives, Spider-Man 2. You know what I'm saying? Days Gone 2, which hopefully is, you know, leaves and balance better than the original Days Gone. Days, Days, Days Gone is just good, right? You're going to get the next Horizon Zero Dawn. You're going to get Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. You're going to get Spider-Man Miles Morales. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get all of this, all of these sequels to the PS4 generation of games that were just insane. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel that is still the biggest detriment going into the Xbox side of things. Like, look, the Xbox Series S is a great price. No one is even debating that. You know what I'm saying? The 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 Series S is a very very fantastic value. Two ninety nine. You get your Game Pass with that. You get all these games that are on Game Pass and everything. It's a great deal overall. Like like it's a great value, right? But the thing is, is that like the a game console is, I think, nothing without the games. Well, you'd be right. Like that is that is correct. Because like, it's a game console, right? There, uh, like I was saying earlier, like I left my Xbox One at the home of someone I used to be friends with. Mm-hmm. I do not care. I <laughs> I don't care. Like it's like, oh damn, that's crazy. Anyway, like. I would I would be more distraught if I left a Joy-Con or a GameCube controller for my Switch at someone's house than my entire Xbox One. I don't mm-hmm. care. Right. I if you offered me five dollars, I would slam it on the street. Slam it on the street. It's there. Oh, there's just nothing to justify the whole, the console. Like there was nothing for me to justify it because anything that I wanted was available somewhere else. Like any exclusives, like. I was an idiot, and I bought the whole console just for Dead Rising 3, because I loved Dead Rising growing up. And I played Dead Rising 3, and I was like, yeah, this is great. Uh, now, now what? <laughs> what else is there? And, and, like, honestly, I mean, in that whole scenario, I don't, I don't really put you as an idiot there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they offered what they are supposed to offer you. They, they, they offered you an IP and a game that you really wanted to play. To purchase a console, so they 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 got you in. They did their job, but what they didn't do is make you feel comfortable and let you reap the rewards of that initial investment of buying their console, of buying into the ecosystem. You know what I'm saying? Like they shit the bed on software on Xbox for the majority of the generation. Absolutely, like completely we, fucked it up. We we had a weak PS4 few years definitely like, did early on definitely did for sure 2014 to 16 i felt like was very very weak 
I would say 2014 and 2015, definitely. You know what like, I'm saying? But twenty, but 2016, we got Uncharted 4. Yeah, no, I'm saying like 2014 to 16. Oh, okay, gotcha, 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 right. Okay, like, gotcha. So, yeah, like, Uncharted 4 is where I really started, like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And my Xbox definitely. One was collecting dust. Definitely. I bought the only games that I bought on the Xbox One were the games that it's like, oh yeah, my friends have them. Fine. Mm. And then I I bought Injustice Two on the uh, Xbox One to play with my friends, and then none of them played it. Like as soon as I bought it, they were done. Yeah. It's like cool. Yeah. Well, f- awesome. Thanks. <laughs> so I, then I just bought it on my PS4 and then played that for a while, but. I hope they do better this generation for the Xbox fans because, oh, like, I want that so bad, dude. It's it it, it sucks. Like, it, it definitely sucks to to hear like some of my friends that have Xbox Ones that are like primarily Xbox gamers say it's like, hey, yeah. The only reason I buy anything on this is to make sure to make sure I don't feel like I wasted my money. Right. Right. I definitely yeah. feel like I wait. Well, it's not even my money. I was 13 when the console released. It was my parents' money. It was my Christmas and birthday gift for two years. That was the deal. Mm. So four occasions where I would have gotten gifts for this one console, and it wasn't worth it at all. Not even right. close. I was scammed. Damn. Like put that in your bio. Xbox scam me. <laughs> no. It's like if if I could if I could go back. <laughs> And like, warn myself. Like you know, you, you have you seen the memes where it's like, oh, like women with a time machine, men with a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would go back. It's like don't buy the Xbox One. You would you would be like Flashpoint Barry Allen type style, yeah. in a room, thirteen year old fucking older version to you, fucking peering through the void. <laughs> Telling you don't to buy the it. Xbox One. Dead Rising Three will come out on PS4 in like a year. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> oh man. But, like, that's what I'm talking about here, is that, like, look, like, while the Series S looks very appealing from a value proposition, and the and the Series X is probably to be a very, very worthy, powerful system, we have talked about that on the episode where we compared both the PS5 and Series X, seems like a very capable system to give us next-gen experiences in the future, right? I'm not just going to buy a next-gen system because of solely the value proposition. I'm not going to buy anything just because it's a good value and not because I can see myself having utility with it. Does does that make sense? Yes. And like I feel like that's what maybe you know what I don't want to speak for everyone but like I think that that's what like a lot of people I think are stopping at the it's a great value. And, like, yeah, it is a great value. That's perfect. That's fantastic. But, like, what if it was not only a great value, but fucking Halo Infinite looked insane. And it was coming out in November. And you can't wait to play that on the Series S or the, or the uh, Xbox Series X. What if it was that? And it's just not. Yeah. You know? Like, like we... I have not seen yet an Xbox game that really wants my attention. And that and that 
is something that I would really go out and buy an Xbox for. I have talked a lot on games, guys, about how, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want to play the Halos. I've, I've never played the Halo games to, like, a serious concern. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to experience that. I want to play the new Ori game as well, which hopefully uh, comes to Switch. You know what I'm saying? But if it stays on Xbox, I would love to buy the Xbox just to play that. You know what I'm saying? As well. Like, there are certain, you know, cherry picks of things that I want to play, but, like, I need that newness you know what i'm saying like where like that's that's where i think it is and it's that like yeah it's a great value but i'm not seeing the utility or the future of xbox right now you know what i'm saying like i'm seeing their future in terms of like game pass and services and having um oh my god what's the oh x cloud and different stuff like that and like i'm like seeing that i'm like seeing that feature and they're building out a very very appealing infrastructure overall right but guys we're fucking talking about games here where is the future software of xbox you know what i'm saying that would actually push me to buy one of these systems and specifically, I would probably buy a Series S because definitely the um, Xbox would be a secondary console to me, just as similar vein as the Switch is, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be a Series S, but, like, still, like, I just need a, a, a reason to invest in this ecosystem. There for... I, I know I bring it up every, every goddamn time we talk about specs. Oh, here we go. There's no reason for me to buy an Xbox. Oh, I thought you were going to be... Yo, we, 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 we haven't brought up Doom yet. Oh, wait, oh no, we no. did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. God we brought damn it up in the first few minutes. <laughs> I, I, like... <laughs> Check in the boxes, baby. We, yeah, we, we got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. I always I always keep that motherfucking thing on me. You keep <laughs> that thing doom. on you, bro. Keep uh, that doom. Keep that doom drop. Hell yeah. There is no reason for me to buy an Xbox. Like, ever again. Like, because I want to play with my friends that play on Xbox. All none of them. <laughs> um, crossplay. Uh, I mm. want to play an Xbox exclusive. Damn, that's crazy. I I can play it on PC. Like, there for for people like me and my boat. There's absolutely not a goddamn reason for me to buy an Xbox ever yeah. again and i'm chill with that i do not care well i mean also it's like you know they want you arachnite like they want the use of the future right and right now to get game pass you know they they want you in that way you know what i'm saying like if you have a very capable pc yeah why not like they like want you to get game pass ultimate and play some of their first party games via pc and play everything on game pass via pc and that's their main like so like i think if you were to do that i think in that standpoint they would be happy with that because they have vocalized that like that's also what they see as the future of the ecosystem of xbox right so on that standpoint you know with you you just gotta do that i yeah, feel like like but yeah, definitely for, like, me, for like the console side, where, like, I don't have a PC and everything, and, like, I, I am a console player at, at heart, for sure. Um, this just isn't enough for me. You know? Like, yeah, a great value. Great value. Understand that. Game Pass. Fire. You know what I'm saying? And I play a lot of third parties, right? But what if 
Arachnate, walk with me. Right. Right. What if there was a box, right, that no matter which one you choose, digital or standard, was going to give you the full capabilities of next generation that can play all the third parties. And those third parties even have deals with that hardware manufacturer and that company that will give me exclusive bonuses like, I don't know, you know, early betas on Call of Duty or Destiny 2 expansions early or Spider-Man on Marvel's Avengers. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if there was a company that was doing that with third party that was sweeting up the deal with third party in that vein? And I can play their critically acclaimed top Metacritic score, PlayStation, damn it, I fucking either way, exclusive games uh, that have been fired of this past generation. What if there was a box that did that? It is. It's called the fucking PS5. Yeah, welcome to uh, Road to PS5, where if you came for Xbox, you came to the wrong channel. But, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I play a lot of third party, but, like, they're playable on PlayStation. And yeah, you know what? You can say, okay, Kev, Game Pass, you get a lot more third party, and you just play that Game Pass subscription. Fair point. Fair point right there. Fair point. But at the end of the day, like the the overall quality and experience that like I I I don't know firsthand, but they've set up that the assumption is pretty clear. That we are going to get in the future with PS5. We're going to get God of War 2. We're going to get etc. You know what I'm saying? Naughty Dog's next game. This and that third. All these great experiences, right? Along with really cool enticing first party, you know, not deal breakers, but bonuses, right? Like, you know, Spider-Man. Cool. Great. I'll be playing that on Avengers. That's that's a great thing. You know what I'm saying? Something that I care about a lot as well. Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? I'll get the early betas on that stuff. That's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's enough perks there and little you know bonuses that add up to going on playstation 5 you know and i think that it would be a lot more competitive if series if, if just series s series x and xbox had that insane looking halo infinite or that insane looking gear 6 we have craig yeah we got fucking craig like come on man you know I think I think that's what it is. So like above all else, right? To answer the question of this episode, which is, what do I think PlayStation needs to do in terms to react to this? I think that number one, they need to not get cocky next week. Let's keep up the competitiveness in terms of price as best as we can, right? And we'll talk a little bit more about that idea because I do have a question for you to kind of like end up the episode, right? But I think that's step one. We need to not be cocky. We need to still stay competitive in price. Yes, you have the better games. Everyone knows it. Everyone sees it by a mile away. But let's not think that that's okay for them to release a $600 console. You know, let's let's just let's stay competitive pricing. The cap is $500. Let's keep it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Number two is that I think that if they really show off their games very well on Wednesday, which they said that they are going to show off Worldwide Studios first party games at this event. Let's make sure they're looking fire as they usually do. Let's make sure everything's looking flawless and let's show off these games to the highest cover that we can on PS5. Right? Number two. And number three, I think that if they're able to combine those two things and really somehow market the narrative of like, we have the PS5 Digital Edition. It is this X amount of price lower than the ps5 right but 
you know, maybe the side of the consumer knows about the Series S, right? If they could somehow communicate that this quote-unquote budget version of the PS5 is going to reap the true specs of next generation, an uncompromised performance box for the PS5, you're, you're going to get all these games as long as they can also translate that the value that there is still a value proposition on the ps5 digital edition as well as there is a series s it's the different value that you're getting series s i think it's a very very fiscally valued system right mm -hmm. speaking of money but i think that you're going to reap a lot more benefits as a gamer on the ps5 digital edition and that's where the value is there is the quality you know what i'm saying so i think if they can do all those things and, you know, do all that, I think they can get away with having $500 and $400 digital edition. Honestly. Absolutely. Like, I like, I, I think that, yes, they lost the battle of pricing, but I don't think that that is the end-all war. Yeah, like, um, what is that? Like, you buy, you have, uh, for, for an example, you have a $30 headset. Mm-hmm good price can't do like however like the only way to connect it to your computer is by the um, the the jack like the headphone jack mm -hmm. however you spend a hundred dollars and you can connect it with a, uh, a USB connection the audio quality is better it looks nicer it's just a better product overall you won in price, but did you really win? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's uh to me like I the price like, I like fortunately I am in a I am in a position where I can comfortably spend five hundred whatever dollars to buy a console. Like, I I am fortunate enough to be in that position. Mm. That's not the same for everybody. So I can only speak for myself. But in the in the position that I am currently, it's a wrap. <laughs> it, it, it's not even a contest. <sighs> Honestly, like if you you would have to offer me money to buy, get the Series S. So like it's like you have to keep it on your desk you have to plug it in it always has to be plugged in and you have to play it once a week you'd have to pay me to do that mm. like there i uh, there goes any potential uh sponsorship with microsoft sorry boys but um <laughs> it's uh it's not even a contest like i i have been unimpressed with things that microsoft have been doing for the last seven years i do not care I sleep. I sleep harder than I like. I am in a deeper sleep than I was for Avengers, and that's yeah. that's pretty deep. That's that's REM. That's REM sleep right there. That's you got off a flight, took a Benadryl, and you're out, kind of, kind of sleep. Yes. Yeah. That. I that, mean, that is me with Xbox. For for me, it's like I'm not saying that like I 
because I have flirted with the idea of buying an Xbox Four Game Pass and stuff like that, and playing those games, like I said before, that I want to experience on Xbox and everything, right? Like I have said that, right? And like I think that that definitely still stands, right? But I think I'm not completely like writing off the Xbox at all, right? Like like we all want a strong Xbox to compete with PlayStation. Like, wouldn't it be fucking fire, bro, if they both had bangers left and right? You know what I'm saying? Like that would be so great for gaming as a whole. Yeah, we'd all win. It'd be fucking fire, right? Like Nintendo has their bangers, right? They have their great first party that is the bread and butter of the overall Nintendo ecosystem, right? PlayStation has their bangers, right? If if, if Xbox also had that bangers, bro, we 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 would be overflowing with great games to play, right? I think. I'm, not even I think like that's honestly all they need to do to 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 get me to some capacity to even pay attention to Xbox, you know, from like a consumer standpoint and not just like a student of the it like a student of the industry type of uh, type of uh, viewpoint, you know, like I, I I really want to see a strong Xbox, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, this is a strong value proposition, but but I still have yet to see the strong games coming out of Microsoft Studios. You know, and I think that's where I have it. I think I think overall, from while the hardcore gamer appreciates value, definitely I think that also after seeing this generation, although there is a value proposition that isn't necessarily on PlayStation side, I do feel like there's a different type of value proposition, which is the overall quality of games that you'll be getting on PS5, along with the third-party games that we'll be getting already on PS5. You know what I'm saying? Like. And both are strong elements to have, but I think in the long run, in the long run, I think one is going to outweigh the other. And that's of course, Road to PS5. That has been <laughs> imagine if there's outro there. Damn. Well, I mean, do you have anything else to say about about this this whole thing? I mean, like, do you have any closing thoughts that that you didn't bring up that we 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 didn't touch on and stuff like that? I mean, next episode, of course, we are going to do a deep and thorough breakdown of the PlayStation event, of course. We're gonna be picking through that thing layer by layer, uh, for sure next week. But do you have any thoughts about what PlayStation has to do to respond to PlayStation? I mean, about what PlayStation has to do to respond to Xbox Series X or S? I think they're gonna be just fine. Both fronts? Uh, uh I'm speaking for Sony. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Like, I'm sure, like, I, I know people that'll buy the Xbox Series X, and good for them, but that could not be me. <laughs> Very aggressive. Hey, Very hey aggressive. man, like, um, I don't know. I, I, like, I, when I have an opinion, like, when I feel confident to talk about an opinion I have, I'm pretty, like, eh. I, the, the, there's a there's a difference between trying to be rude and being strong with what you feel. No, I mean totally not even downplaying. I mean like you have a right to be because you bought an Xbox. What like you have been burned firsthand. Yeah, I've only seen the wounds. You have felt the wounds, so I feel you, man. Yeah, no, like you know, like those like the blades of chaos on Kratos's forearms. That was me with the Xbox One. Damn. Damn. I have to I have to hide them. The wraps of exile. <laughs> At the end of the game, I mean, at the end of the uh, your like decision to cop Xbox, like, did you unhook those chains? Like, I have, I have nothing left to hide. <laughs> yeah, when when uh, when we started this uh, Red Two series, it's like finally, 
I can shit talk the Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh um, man. But yeah, no closing thoughts. I feel like Sony's gonna be just fine. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited to see what games they talk about and how they talk about them. It's not a long show, but I'm sure it. Hopefully, it will be packed. Like hopefully, it won't be very slow. Like kind of like why did they even bother? Yeah. I mean, look. I mean, it's not no hour or two hours, but I will say that, yo, 40 minutes, a lot can happen in 40 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot can go down in 40 minutes, for sure. So, I think that we have, you know, and even though the blog post didn't definitively say that they're going to talk price and release date or whatever, you got to imagine that they have to be here at this point. You know what I'm saying? And, like, ooh, well, one more big thing I'll say while we're closing out is that, like, I think that PlayStation is in a very powerful position right now, right? Because they'll have nine days from when Xbox said their prices. Technically eight, but you know what I'm saying? Vice versa. They have multiple days knowing the knowledge that they need to know as a competitor for what Xbox is doing. The prices are out there. The releases are out there, right? Like, it's a wrap. On Xbox front, right? So PlayStation can I feel like I don't know how hard it is to move price points. I don't know how hard it is to do this and that third, whatever. I I don't I don't work for PlayStation, but like I think that I mean I don't think I hope that they are making moves in the background during these few days leading up to Wednesday to kill it. You know? I just I just hope they stay competitive, man. I really do. I hope they stay competitive in spite of them having a, you know, great first party and first party games background that I'm sure the games aren't going to suffer on PS5. Right. Like, like that's, that'd be insane. Right. But like, I think that I hope that they still are competitive in spite of that, you know? So that's what it is, man. Like overall, you know, I think Series S is, I think the whole Xbox side, their whole theme is speaking from a value proposition in terms of money. They're having great Game Pass, stuff like that, great value, $299, Series S, great value. But I still think that overall, PlayStation 5 will be the better value in the long run, at least as it is right now, because of that first-party portfolio. You know, and the game is really going to speak for itself. The games are really going to be incredible, at least from what we're led to believe, that PlayStation is speaking to the quality of games. And that's why you'd buy a PS5. Exactly. That's that was, that's what you love to hear. Man, that was a good one. That was a good one. Look yeah. at that. Look at that. I knew this one was was gonna be fire, but this was some fuego. But before we go, Arachnite, where can the people find you? I am on the PlayStation Source Discord under the same name. I am on twitter.com slash orly underscore Macias, where I have hot takes and retweet a bunch of comic book stuff and doom so if you like if you like to talk about doom i'm pretty much everything there and i'm on twitch i'm setting everything up i'm i'm go i'm figuring out like what to stream how to stream it like just figuring all that out making sure that it's you know decent like a good time so i might start doing that soon again at uh, twitch.tv uh, the Arachnite mm-hmm. but yeah that's it for me 
beautiful. You love to see it. Also, those links are down below in the description to all of our internet socials, as well as the PlayStation Source socials as well. Because, of course, you have just watched episode 5 of Road to PS5, the weekly podcast series about any and all things PS5, as we head towards the release of PlayStation 5 uh, as well. You can get the show here on YouTube.com, PlayStation Source, as well as your favorite podcast service every Sunday at 10 a.m. by hitting the anchor link down below to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, or any other major podcast service by searching PlayStation Source podcast feed. To support the show, you can of course like and subscribe as well as become a member of the channel by hitting the join button or link in the or the link in the description. The Prince tier and the King tier are $1 and $5 respectively. That give you access to different channel badges, emotes, as well as shoutouts in all PSS content, just like the homies, Caleb Kaiser, Bachelor Brody, and Owen, and of course, co-host Ragnar himself. Follow us on other platforms as such wait, as such, damn, I fucked up again. Such as our Discord and Twitter down below in the description as well and also just to i guess put out there as well next week we will of course be going over a very thorough look at playstation's wednesday event definitely what we're gonna talk about there a lot to discuss wednesday i mean next show should be insane you know what i'm saying it should be the big one but we will have to see and of course you can as well watch the playstation 5 showcase here on youtube we will of course be streaming it for the masses come react with us i'm sure christian and jack are going to be there arachnite you're going to be there as well it's it's going to be a great time gentlemen it's it's it's, greatness awaits greatness truly awaits this will be play has no limits and we will see what that's like on wednesday thank you all for watching and as always greatness Greatness awaits. awaits let's get it let's get it